0: And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Today, our guest is Rotarian Lou Turpin. And Lou is from the Rhinebeck Club. And he will be talking to us about his uh, upcoming year, his new title, uh, "Shelter Box," and a wonderful trip he just took to Barcelona a few months ago. So uh, please stay tuned after these important messages and don't touch that dial.
1: For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org.
0: And welcome back to Radio Rotary. And today we are speaking with our Rotarian, Lou Turpin, from the Rhinebeck Club. And Lou, I want... Everybody, to know our listeners, what a fantastic Rotarian you are, and and oh, wow. what you what your history has been with our district. So, give thank us a you. little give us wow. a bio <laughs> with, <laughs>
2: with that with that background. It, it's uh, it's hard to know what to say, but thank you, Kathy. You've I done a lot. That.
0: So thank yeah, you. whatever you feel comfortable sharing with us, and then of course your upcoming new <laughs> okay. position. So
2: well, um, I guess I'll start with what I am now. And I'm, I'm the district governor-elect for District 7210. And uh, so as of July 1st, I'll be taking over uh, the helm, if you will, uh, as district governor for, for the uh, 58 districts or right. f- 58 clubs that are in our district and the 1,650 50 Rotarians there. Uh, so I, I serve uh, a Rotary in that capacity. I also serve Rotary in, in other ways and in, in other forms. Uh, Rotary led me to Shelterbox, um, and I serve as in our district as one of uh, eight or nine Shelterbox ambassadors. I happen to also hold a, a position with Shelterbox USA. I'm on the board of Shelterbox USA. I also am uh, the chair of the Rotary Relations Council for Shelterbox. Uh, I'm I serve as the key liaison between Shelterbox USA and and Rotary International.
0: And and we'll, we'll get back to that in a second mm-hmm. when you tell me the rest of what you're doing. But I want you to explain to our listeners who haven't heard before. What exactly ShelterBox oh, is? Sure, so.
2: ShelterBox is an okay. international disaster relief organization. Uh, we provide shelter, hope, and dignity to the survivors of all types of disasters and humanitarian crises. Uh, most recently, uh, your listeners might know us as uh, the organization that was it continues to be helping provide shelter to the refugees from Syria and other yeah. countries along their route from uh, the conflicts in their home countries to uh, safe haven elsewhere. Uh, we are we're all also uh, at the forefront of such uh, noteworthy disasters as as uh, the earthquake in Nepal, the earthquake in Haiti, the the typhoons in the, the Philippines. Philippines right. um, we deploy each year to about two dozen different major disasters and quite a few minor disasters. And I, I connected that link uh, back to to uh, Rotary because Shelterbox was actually a Rotary Club project in the in the UK uh, in the year 2000, and it began there with a Rotary Club in just a single club having a great idea and it has grown into well we are one of the leading if not the leading um, shelter agencies that works with the United Nations and other other organizations like Red Cross and and Doctors Without Borders and others to provide for the needs of, of those uh, who have been hit by disaster
0: crises I mean it's just when you see the the I want to call them villages of, of these tents that are set up after a, a disaster it's 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 amazing to me that number one that these many people are affected and yeah. this is all they have now are these right. these shelter boxes tell us what's in a shelter box I mean <laughs> well, and exactly yeah
2: we're uh, what what's in the classic shelter box uh, the centerpiece of it of course is a is a disaster relief tent which is uh, essentially a large scale version of what they use to climb such mountains as Kilimanjaro etc it's a it's a, a, a very rigorous rugged tent uh, that can handle an extended family uh, there's also in again the standard box uh, a, a cook stove cookware tools to, to uh, help rebuild things to sleep in or on, uh, depending upon the type of disaster and the climate that they're going into. It might include uh, blankets and ground sheets. If, and if it's going into a tropical climate uh, where mosquitoes, mosquitoes are an, an the issue, nets, issue, there's mosquito you know? nets. There's a water filtration system. Um, and yeah. there's uh, uh, some of your listeners might have seen us most re- recently on uh, Shark Tank because included within our kit is a uh, solar, uh, solar-powered solar light uh, provided by Luminade. Uh, that was actually a, a Shark Tank winner <laughs> over a year ago, and they followed us on their uh, January 18th uh, edition. Uh, Mark Cuban had funded uh, their the Luminade Lights, and they went with our team to Malawi to a, a flooding disaster to see that piece of the box in use. But uh, but shelter box is no longer just about the box. It's it's more about a solution to a problem to a big
0: problem. You know, right?
2: we're we're providing different kinds of aid all around the world. Uh, we it's not one solution fits all. If the if the disaster calls for um, tented shelter. Of course, they they get tented shelter, but some disasters don't call for that particular aid. We have a thing called the disaster kit, which is a a smaller, more portable, more easily transported solution to housing where the the four walls might have stayed, but the roof might have blown off. Uh, There are some disasters, including the disasters here uh, after uh, Superstorm Sandy. You'll recall that our own area, the the, uh, New York metropolitan area, was hit and uh, obviously tented Shelter is not a need in the in the U.S., but uh, other parts, parts of, of what we provide were, and so uh, shelter box was very active in this area and other places in the U.S. as well.
0: And then and explain to us too. I know a shelter box. I'm assuming still costs about a thousand dollars. Is that correct? Well, a big box. With right. A tent we will and we
2: will accept donations in all forms mm. of all magnitudes from from anywhere. Because
0: because you can um, actually sign up to buy different parts of that yeah, shelter box. Yeah, you can. Box. We have a thing
2: called Global Gifts, okay. where, in which you can sponsor pieces of it. Our kit, everything from that Luminade light that I just mentioned to a water filtration system to a, to blankets to a. I didn't earlier mention the, the the full box includes a kid kit, so it's
0: crayons colored, and a teddy bear. Right, I saw at the right, UN. Yeah, yep. it's
2: uh, coloring colored pencils. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, crayons don't stand up to the heat. That's in true. Some yeah, places. they melt. <laughs> but um, so they they can sponsor everything from you know the the kid kit through the through the full through the full box or just the tent. But again, uh, a donation of any of any kind of it. Any type at any time will help a family that's lost nearly exactly. everything. Exactly, because
0: so, every little bit yeah. counts. The,
2: yeah. the sponsorship of the full box is is the thousand dollars and has always stayed remained at the same price despite escalating costs. Yeah, for I transportation don't know how you do and, that, right? And, and the like. Well, it's it's a matter of uh, well, one of the one of the greatest benefits, and this gets back to our Rotary connection. You and I be, each being Rotarians, but in terms of efficiency of an organization, we have the benefit of of having a large number of, of unpaid volunteers. So right. our resources, those teams that you see on the news wearing our, our shelter, shelter box acts. response team right. shirts, those are all unpaid volunteers. All of our ambassadors uh, here in the U.S., um, I have over 400 ambassadors that are that are volunteers, the vast majority of them Rotarians. Worldwide, we have a huge uh, network of volunteers, the majority of which are Rotarians. So the, the funding that goes into providing the aid, uh, almost everything goes into the cost of the Materials in the yeah. box, and and we are lucky to receive donations of even even uh, transportation from from some of our corporate sponsors. So. And,
0: and we talk about volunteers. Now these volunteers are not just simple little volunteers mm-hmm. that just show up. I mean, you they go through a training. Pr- you have a training uh, program.
2: Uh, we have a very rigorous training program uh, of a of a variety of types, depending upon what role you're going to mm-hmm. serve. Uh, you know, here locally in District 7210, I mentioned already that we have eight or nine uh, very active uh, ambassadors who serve as, as as our awareness building team who go out and do presentations inside clubs, Rotary Clubs and others, do displays in communities to raise community awareness for the needs. Um, at, a, at a lesser level of involvement, we have a new thing called a, a Rotary Club Liaison, which is just an individual within a club that receives uh, essentially monthly emails from our headquarters, letting them be aware of what shelter is doing doing, and right. they can then in turn share it with their local a community, club. their right. club, or whomever. Um, and so if your listeners are in a Rotary Club and they don't know who their Rotary liaison is, I'd invite them to, to uh, shoot me an email at shelterbox.turpin, T-U-R-P-I-N, at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to uh, put them in touch with whoever their liaison is, or, or if they'd like to volunteer as their club's liaison, I can make that happen. The highest level of, of our training and involvement is, of course, our response team, right. um, who uh, receive training, if they're coming from the U.S., they receive their initial four-day training at our training facility in Texas. And then those who survive, and I, I, I like to smirk well, it's, and it's say vigorous. survive.
3: It's vigorous. It is. Right. Uh,
2: those who survive that training are then passed on to our, a nine-day training uh, program in our in our U.K. facility in Cornwall, England. And it's not, um, when you hear vigorous, You, uh, I, I've gone through the training, and uh, what I discovered was it was Far less physical and far more emotional. emotional. Because if okay. you think about who who ha- the decisions these teams have to make, they have to make the decision as to th- almost every deployment we're looking at far more need than we have aid, and so it's a very difficult decision to evaluate the need and then decide who who is going to get the assistance and who, unfortunately, we have to say not now.
0: Yeah. Well, I hear. You know, I've been on rotoplast missions, and the worst thing to do is to have to possibly turn a child away. Yeah. So, for I've seen, and I've seen it's very strong,
2: brave men oh. from paramilitary backgrounds break down, in down into tears. tears. Yeah, right.
0: so. But um, with these shelter boxes, of course, you know, we're going to lead into what you something else that you've just done recently yeah. I want to talk about. But you're promoting, of course, world mm-hmm. peace and understanding with, with, with the our, shelter box. Yeah, one
2: of our rotary six areas of service, of right. course.
0: And um, I want you to give us a chance to uh, talk a little bit about a trip that you just took to Barcelona with um, some other Rotarians. And, Absolutely. We will hear about that uh, in our next segment. And we will be back with Lou Turpin after these important messages. Let me remind our listeners that they are in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast and on iTunes at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Kathy Krueger, filling in for Jonah and Sarah. Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at eight four five six. 666 92,9500, and by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional bank for all your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com, and by the Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, and Poughkeepsie Arlington.
3: or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com.
1: Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages and commercial lending, trust and wealth management services.
3: With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts and now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill and
1: Newburgh, New York. Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service.
3: Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com.
1: Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching.
0: And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. And we are lucky and privileged to have Rotarian Lou Turpin with us. And he's been telling us about his uh, new upcoming position as district governor. He's district governor-elect right now, but he will be district governor come July 1st. And he was telling us a little bit about, a lot about Shelterbox. And he's going to tell us a little bit about how Shelterbox also, we're going to segue right into uh, his trip to Barcelona. So, oh, Lou, give us a little review again about, okay. you know, Shelterbox and then Barcelona and sure. how they mix together there. Well,
2: and it, it actually has a tie in to Rotary and it, I'll, I'll I'll give a little background. People who know me and you know, through Rotary know that one of the things that I often say about about Rotary is is that one of the greatest parts of it of course is the people, people. and the people yeah. that it bring together of a of a similar mind and and, uh, and mission. And so uh, over 20 years ago, when my, when my wife Julie and I relocated from Manhattan to the Hudson Valley, we were we were looking f- how to make friends in 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 our community of Rhinebeck, how to make business contacts, and uh, I frequently found myself crossing paths with this wonderful guy David. And is we, that David Ives? That would be uh, David uh, Ives. He's been who, here too. Who yep. I know has been on the program. I was mm-hmm. was uh, going to allude to him later, but I'll bring him up now. Yeah, David. David and I first met uh, just as a couple of fairly new. To uh, the Rhinebeck community, and we quickly discovered that we had a lot in common oh, in right. terms of in terms of our of our uh, approach and, and interests. And uh, at some point, David initially invited me to uh, join him for lunch, and it turned out to be a Rotary Club meeting where I I met some great community leaders and, and interesting people who were putting service above self. And
0: N- now, Sarah, I'm going to have to interrupt for one second because okay. Sarah's not here, and she always Jonah teases her and says, "Okay, where do you, where does the Reimbrecht Rotary Club meet and how is the Food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a uh, that's definitely ha- having visited virtually every club in our district. That's a good question because there are some that have spectacular meals and some not so much. But uh, the Rhinebeck Rotary Club is blessed to meet in the oldest inn in America, the Beekman Arms, in the heart of Rhinebeck. Uh, we meet Mondays at twelve fifteen for lunch, and the food is fabulous. Fabulous, of oh, course.
0: Thanks. The okay, food is now, fabulous,
2: of course. So, go on. Right. So yeah, so David lured me into Rotary with that fabulous food at a great venue. With surrounded by wonderful, wonderful people. people. Yeah. And over the course of uh, years, he and I have grown very close and, and have done uh, quite a number of uh, wonderful things including taking our Interact and and, and uh, Rotary members uh, to Nicaragua to do humanitarian projects in a hands-on way down there. And
0: we've had a couple of great Interact yeah. kids on here yeah. talking they, about they, that they, project. They, oh, uh, it's
2: a sidebar, but they leave yep. uh, February 5th this year for the 7th annual 9-day ni- uh, trip with 23 of our Interact Club members and uh, two, two uh, past Interact Club participants uh, serving as counselors and then uh, a handful of our Rotarians going down to build schools, schools in an impoverished village in, right. in Nicaragua and we've done that uh, every year for for as I said and for just the last seven years. And
0: For <laughs> listeners who don't know what Interact is, give Interact them a quick is, little definition. Interact
2: is, a, is yeah. like Rotary a service oriented organization in this case sponsored by Rotary and it's for high school age students. Right. So, so uh, our club uh, there are various ages of the clubs in our district, but our club is for grades 9 through 12, and, and the students, the 23 students going to Nicaragua this year are that full range. There are uh, freshmen through seniors uh, going on this year's and trip. they
0: do amazing. Well, they're young. They're yeah. vital. They're they're energetic. Yeah. So.
2: So, so my friend David Isis okay. has uh, been, led me to a lot of great opportunities in, in, in serving humanity, and, and uh, as I was beginning to retire a few years ago, David spotted that I might have a few hours of spare time in my in my daily life and, and suggested that I help him. Uh, he happens to be the executive director of the Albert Schweitzer, Schweitzer. Institute, which right. is at the Quinnipiac University in Connecticut. And um, the Albert Schweitzer Institute does a number of amazing peace building and humanitarian Uh, activities. And so he invited me to participate with him in uh, something that's called the Nobel Peace Summit. Um, It's an annual summit uh, gathering of all of the Nobel Peace Prize winners, the people who've received the Nobel Peace Prize. And they they come together on an annual basis to discuss uh, very specific topics uh, uh, surrounding the the issue of world peace. Uh, This year, as you've already mentioned, it was held in Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, Past years, I've traveled with uh, the Albert Schweitzer Delegation to, uh, in to that would have been 2015 to Barcelona, 2014. We were in Rome, 2013. We were in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, the participants on the Nobel Peace Prize uh, recipient side are range from people like the Dalai Lama mm-hmm. to former world leaders uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, Alec F. W. de Klerk, President Oscar Arias of, of Costa Rica, world peace leaders such as uh, Betty Williams and Marie McGuire from. Ireland, uh, Tawakal Karman uh, and uh, Lema Gaboi Jody Williams, a peace builder from, from actually from Vermont here in the U.S., and a long list of others. There's, there's even organizations uh, such as the United Nations. Uh, they received a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, the International Organization uh, for the Prevention of Nuclear Warfare, the International Peace Bureau, uh, the... Uh, Intergovernmental panel on climate change, climate change, of oh, course, being a, right. a pivotal thing for peace, the American Friends Service Committee and others. So it's a gathering of, of like uh, some uh, of the greatest yeah, people out yeah. there. Uh, you know, <sighs> two dozen Nobel Peace Prize winners or organizations at any given thing. And uh, several hundred students we encouraged. In fact, this year from our from our local area here, there were a couple of dozen high school students from Kingston High School in Kingston, New York that uh, were there and participating in the program. They oh, were wow. a great part of it. Uh, we bring in high school and college students from all over the world.
0: Right. And, you know, just to go ahead, mm-hmm. I, I was just at a really good friend of mine yesterday who's Barbara McGowan. I'll uh-huh. make a shout out to her. It's her birthday today, <laughs> which will air in a couple of weeks. But anyway, um, she showed me the article that Bill Bassett just put in the newspaper, in the Poughkeepsie Journal, I believe, about. Um, clubs that we need Peace Fellow uh, mm-hmm. people to uh, apply for a scholarship. That's a
2: great, a, and, a great plug.
0: And yeah, so it's just, you know, for young kids who are out there right. and, um, you know, want to continue their education and, and do wonderful things like right. you and David Ives are right. doing. The, and, the
2: Rotary yeah. the Rotary Peace Summit is a terrific opportunity for postgraduate study right. in the in the area of peace building. The, it comes in the form of either a, a master's, a two years master's program or even a short term program in any of our half a dozen different locations around the world. So if any of your listeners know of they have to, they can't be fresh out of their bachelor's degree. They have to have, depending upon which program they're trying to enter, they have to have a couple of a couple of years of, of experience. valid experience. Yeah. They cannot be a direct family member of a Rotarian, for right. fairness. Exactly. Um, but if they have an interest in, in, in peace, peace issues and peace building, uh, they should feel free. Again, I'll, I'll take the hit and have them reach out to me, in this case, at at uh, Rotary. Turpin. at gmail.com. and I'd be happy to f- forward the information that Bill Bassett, our past district governor, is the chair of that for our for our right. district.
0: And then, okay, so you're in Barcelona, somewhere in Barcelona. You're talking, you're meeting with all these wonderful people, yeah. and you still get to talk about shelter Yeah, Box, and so, so, the, so
2: the connection that, right. that led us here was this year's summit was focused on a on a huge humanitarian crisis in the world, that of of refugees, and particularly the Syrian refugee crisis. And and tying all of this together, the the Rotary, the Shelter Box, and and my work with the Albert Schweitzer Institute, all of it comes together in that. And so I was invited by the Secretariat to be a speaker uh, before the summit on the topic of the refugee crisis because uh, of my work with with the Shelter Box. And so I brought with me one of our very... Amazing uh, shelter box response team members who had just come off of uh, the deployment in the Isle of Lesbos, Greece, which mm-hmm. has become sort of the pipeline central uh, now that other borders have closed to the Syrians, and they were escaping essentially Syria by sea uh, via Turkey and other places. And uh, so Jennifer Buttol, Jen, uh, had just been there, and she was uh, she was able to connect us via Skype, Viber, one of one of those marvelous mm-hmm. internet- Internet right. con- uh, communication <laughs> tools with Syrian with a Syrian refugee who was on on the path oh. of having left Syria but hadn't quite reached the ultimate destination in Europe, and so the the audience the participants at the summit were able to in live action ask this young yeah. man about his life about why oh they left gosh. Syria what his family conditions were um, what it was like trying to go from uh, spot stop to stop and and the trials and tribulations relations of essentially a middle-class citizen of his his country um, he's a, he happened to be a young man but he was part of his his uh, extended family and they were not unlike you and I they just happened to be living in a country that's torn apart by by civil war and their family made the very difficult decision to leave the country and for a so life. right yeah. hoping for Hope a better for, life yeah. and 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 it was it was an incredible experience and I'm I'm mad enough to admit at the end
0: I've he had
2: us all into tears. Tear. I, I've got goosebumps because, just
0: listening to you know, it. So
2: uh, <laughs> when I called for one last question, and, and a smarter guy would have uh, salted the crowd with some questions, and I never had to. The, of course, with that, with that group of people in the audience, I, I, I when I started asking them to ask him questions, the, the questions were incredible. And uh, so I called that for the last question. Happened to come from one of the students in the audience, and, and she asked peer to peer you know, what do you, what do you want? What does your family need? What do you want? And he just, in one word, said peace.
0: Just peace, oh my gosh. Yeah, priorities, you know. But your shelter box, again, you were providing, you know, shelter along. Yeah,
2: our our team has become a a key provider of shelter Shelter. along the way. It's a different kind of a deployment. Everybody there is transient. So they're essentially um, not, I'll use Nepal as an example, where it's a family that's lost a home and we provide them the ability to of tented shelter next to their home while they rebuild. This is these people are people who are fleeing a situation, and so at each of the major stops along the way, we are providing the encampments uh, that that they pass through. Okay. So the, the the tents, if you will, don't become theirs. They. Might stay in them a few nights. They might stay in them a week, and then they move on to the next encampment. The next so, one. Uh, but again, Lesbos was seeing five to ten thousand people a day.
0: day. That's it. Just boggles your mind. It's it's that things like this are happening in the world, and we just we're not even, we're not even seeing it all on television. But again, Lou, thank you so much for letting us know what you do for Rotary, what you do. For for our district, what you do for Shelterbox, what you do for your Ryan Beck Club, and we really appreciate having you on. And Thank you,
2: Kathy. It's it, a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, it's been great. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you again. Much. Let me remind our listeners that they are in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Kathy Kruger, filling in for Jonah and Sarah. They will be back next week. Uh, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consultations needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com. And by the Rotary Clubs of Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Walkill East, Wappingers, and Warwick Valley. For the entire Radio Rotary team, myself, Jonah, and Sarah, and our Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer, Jay Verzi, this is Kathy Kruger, thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org.